Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Hello! Hi. Hi. <laughs> a very enthusiastic hello from well, a friend I have not talked to in a while. <laughs> it's season episode one of season two. Can you believe it? I can't. Like, uh, thank you for Dude, bringing I'm, us I'm, here. <laughs> no, I am flying high. Yeah. I'm flying high. I had the best weekend. Crucial Fest. <laughs> Let's just dive right into it. Okay. The amount of people who grabbed me and said, hey, I've been listening to the podcast and it's great. Really? Astonishing. <laughs> like, I really? got... Yeah. And first of all, just real huge shout out to Jerem and Tiff Bischoff. Like, they put together Crucial Fest every year and it's seriously... I don't know. I'm like... It keeps, I like, I've been flying high, seriously, flying high since, like, since it's still, like, the week before, it's been almost a week <laughs> since it ended, you know, it ended on Sunday, and it was just, like, a really good time, and we all needed it because of the pandemic. I think the mm-hmm. pandemic brought us all really closer together, mm-hmm. but I just want to say, Salt Lake City music scene, thank you <laughs> so yeah. much. Good thing we released that episode the week before Crucial Fest. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, we've had a lot of time apart. I feel like we have so much to catch up on. Yeah. Um, just going off the Crucial Fest thing. Uh, my brother is on the scene, as we know, and Uh like a lot of his friends were coming up to me being like, listen to the podcast is great. And I was like, oh my God, how did you hear about it? I love that. That's great. Like Jeremy Conner, he's my been like he's been one of my favorite of my brother's friends since like I was little. And he's a musician in town and he like grabbed me. He's like, Bob, hey, and like his smile and like his pride it made me feel so happy. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, how did you hear about it? He's like, Zach told me. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. And I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and then like I was shooting the shit with Andy. Who he did, um, we have a correction. He was never Rage Against the Machines original drummer. He was just Rage Against the Machine adjacent and in a band with Zach and the Rage Against the Machines lead singer back in the day. Anyways, that was so I was wrong. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. That's, I mean, we're allowed to repent. So <laughs> we're repenting. We're repenting. The, re- the forward video is on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, but he goes, Yeah, Zach told me, like, Cause I told Andy about the podcast cause we're buddies. Yeah. And he's like, I'm like, I mentioned you a few times just so you know, he's like, well, where at? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're just but... always a topic. <laughs> yeah. Cause I just like, I adore him. Right. And I like, seriously like love everyone in the music scene. Like here, like I'm, I'm so filled with love, honestly. <laughs> um, but he's like, yeah, Zach told me all the parts, like where I mentioned. And I was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Zach, since you're listening, can you give us a catalog of all of that shit? <laughs> well, like, and I was like, why was he trying to do damage control? Like, I was pissed. Yeah. Like, and I think that's my initial reaction is to be pissed. Yeah. Because, well, like, you don't I've, like other people touching your stuff, you know? Well, I've 
been reaching out to him for months mm. and we got into a fight that's very it's a very sensitive subject mm-hmm. <laughs> and whatever it is what it is the point is is thank you zach for promoting me i mean thank you for paying repaying the favor <laughs> um, that's so cool but like i was like to andy i was like was he doing damage control and he's like no he's just really proud of you and um he's like it's great like he's like i like it so like so many like honestly i'm seriously blown away like <laughs> Even the broship, t- some some of the broship were like, <laughs> it was so great too. I took Cassidy, which is one of the Josies, and uh, we like, you know, she doesn't need to be babysat at a show. That's why she's great to go to shows with. Right, and, uh, right. I was talking to Andy, and I look over and she's talking to one of the broship guys, <sighs> and I walked up and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but she told me yesterday we were talking. She's like. You should have seen his face when he asked who I came with. And I said, Bobby Alvey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, was it pure horror? She's like, pure horror. (laughs) I love it. Um, But yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. And then, and then um, I ran into Dylan Wilson. No way. Who we've been kind of, he and I, he started, he was involved in the broship feud on the broship side. Oh, oh no. And I just, at first I walked up to him and I was like, Hey, have you seen Jeremy? And he's like, no, do you want me to call him? And I was like, no. And I walked off <laughs> and then I got a few drinks in me and I walked up to him and I'm like, dude, well, let's, this is dumb. And he was like, honestly, he's like turning my back on my Richfield friends was one of the biggest mistakes of my life. Oh, he's like, I have needed you guys and I know I don't deserve you. And that's not true. (laughs) I know. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, no dude. I mean like, let's make amends. I'm like, I love you Dylan. I'm like, we shared a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Brown dog. (laughs) So, um, I posted a video about that very drunkly and (laughs) so many people were like, Dylan, (laughs) we, we, you didn't, we love you, Dylan. If you're listening, we love you. Yeah. Come back to the fold. Yeah. Um, I had a few people tell me that they were listening to the podcast. Let's hear it. I went to uh, my friend Stephanie's birthday party. She just turned 30. Happy birthday, Stephanie. Happy birthday, Steph. And I walk into their house and like, by the way, this is a Mexican party. So there's going to be Mexican food. So we were just like, oh, hell yeah, this is going to be a great party. But at first there's these like people I didn't know. And I'm like the worst sucker around new people because I'm like, um, how do I? function as a human i don't know i don't know what to do with my hands yeah yes (laughs) exactly and then all of a sudden they're like hey we're listening to your podcast and i was like uh yeah why do you do that (laughs) well so you don't like it well okay so uh, first of all i'm grateful i really am grateful that people are like we're listening to your podcast but then i'm like okay you have definitely the upper advantage on like how many of my quirks and secrets do you know? <laughs> it's, and I feel like it's so freeing to just have it all, all out on the table. Yes, it does. But then it's like, I'm totally at a disadvantage because I'm like, I know, I don't know anything about you. And also I was like, I'm very like embarrassed. because we're celebrities now. This is how celebrities feel. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> anyway, to Sarah and Carla from Vegas. Thank you for listening to hey our podcast. Um, good luck. I know that you have big things coming up in your lives and I'm just grateful. Thank you for saying we're rooting for you. you. Listen, 
<laughs> but like... I was just embarrassed and sorry I handled that poorly. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see my face in that video when Casty's like, because I was talking to Tiff and uh, that's Jeremy's wife. So they're running the show and they have mm-hmm. some of my art in their house. And I was like, oh, yeah, this woman has my art in my house. And uh, <laughs> Cassidy goes, I'm a Josie, and I don't even have any art. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, she's a Josie. I'm like, you don't know what that means. Listen to my podcast. And she's like, I have been listening. It's really good. And, like, did you see my face? How I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, but I'm also really fucking grateful. I think, yes. I think the reason why I'm grateful is because it's really helping unpill the onion because sometimes i just come across as off as a fucking bitch because i am sometimes yeah well and it's good to have a little context there for people so i'm enjoying it (laughs) it was actually funny because like the people that i usually like my actual like core group of friends that like i always hang out with that shows none of them are listening but (laughs) (laughs) no like none of my it's all these randoms yeah Yeah. i'm like (laughs) no i mean there are actual friends that are listening Thank you, uh, JD. <laughs> but, hey, JD Borg. Um, it is, yeah, some people just aren't listening. And I keep saying, like, you don't have to listen. Like, no, 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 no. Because it's not required for you to be my friend, for you to be obsessed with the things that I'm, like, doing. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, and also, why it's do you feel nice. guilty, though? Stop it. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, people feel guilty. And I'm like, there's so much that goes oh, into a podcast. Right. You have to jive with the voices. You have to jive with the, mm-hmm. like, the vibe. Like, the, the length of time is a huge thing. Like, whether it's short or long, people are very picky about it. I'm not going to say you have to, like, yeah, be obsessed no. with my brand here. But I'll still you. be your friend if you didn't you don't listen. But also thank you for listening to those who are listening. Yeah. Well, to be fair, by the end of the weekend, all my friends were like, I'm gonna listen. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bitch, you missed me. <laughs> Maybe it's because I was topless by the end of the weekend. I don't know. <laughs> there was a lot on your Instagram stories. I was like, this gal is having a great time. I had such a fucking blast. And I'll tell you what, by the end, first of all, I got some I got dicked down real good. Yeah, you did. That's why we're doing this podcast today. (laughs) You're like, hey, can we just record this now? I want to have a weekend. (laughs) I'm like, I want to get laid. But I mean, I got laid last night. But like, yeah, no, this is he's a very cute boy and he's very good at orgasms. So thank you to you. And he said he's going to start listening to the podcast. Shout out out to you. You know who you are. I won't put you on blast. (laughs) Um, But no, by by Sunday night, which is like the bro ship night. Fuck. But uh, <laughs> I forgot it was broship night, and we all we have like these. At this point, I just think it's funny, yeah. and also like with the shit they do, like it's like how am I not supposed to make fun of you, Drew? Drew, how am I not supposed to make fun of you? He <laughs> saw me. Okay, so he saw me standing alone on the balcony, and he made like a beeline to me because I'm sure we want to talk about Cassidy. That's funny. But Wait. he's like, he walked up and he's like, I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, nothing. I'm just up here doing something. I'm like, there's nothing for you to do up here. Like, get the fuck out of here. We all act like we don't like each other. <laughs> and then by the end of the night, when we're all lubricated and like having a good time. <laughs> but like when they're on stage, unless like a Richfield kid is in the band, I will not be in the crowd. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then so like, there's all these dumbass rules. And then like every time I like see like the first time I see them, I have to like glare at them, and then we come back around. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, he does. They they have this 
this just this whole mannerism where they don't like they, they're too cool for school and it's like boys i will continue to make fun of you until you stop this madness <laughs> i never make fun of jerem because he's not like that okay who's jerem you have to remind me uh the crucial he's in the bro ship but he's a uh, crucial fit fest the creative crucial fest and like such oh. a sweetie we're gonna have him on um the pod oh good oh yeah he went, he went on his mission in indianapolis indiana if you can't tell i'm diving into this um edible early thank you (laughs) um yeah but like uh back to the zach thing i obviously hearing it from andy was andy and jeremy were it's two second best choices but i would have rather heard it from you (laughs) so thanks you dick (laughs) hey you got a kiss on the cheek out of it too i love andy isn't he just the sweetest boy it's so funny too because um i've had a crush on his well, he was his bassist, but now he's a guitarist for, like, ever. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, this cute, like, he's, I think I'm taller than him. He's just this cute boy. And <laughs> I was hammered on Sunday, and I was like, Andy, set me up with him. <laughs> and poor Andy. I get him involved in, like, my love life so much. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he's like, all right, here's his email. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, his email. I'm like, Andy, you were so married. He's like, honestly, Bobby, he's like, the last time I was in the dating scene, I had a pager. So, like, I don't know what to, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> I'm like, you put in a good word for me, Andy. That's what you do. You force it. You force it along. You play Cupid. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I emailed him and he watched my Insta stories and they were probably too wild. I think he has a kid. So, <laughs> he's probably like, can't have that. <laughs> well, by the end of the night, um, <laughs> also, we should just give them a shout out. The Autolith is their new, as uh, the band. They're great. Mm-hmm. There's two violinists in it. It's a metal band. Mm, cool. Andy's their drummer. Um, but by the end of it, <laughs> the lead singer, Pink Boa, because I had just wandered into the VIP section at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? Well, People, like, I have a podcast. I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, get out of my way. But like, the bartender was not making me pay for shots. So, oh. <laughs> hello. <laughs> wow. Like, I would pay for my vodka Red Bull and then I'd have a shot. And I like, I got significantly hammered. But <laughs> I just walk into the VIP section and sit right next to Jerem. Like, it's his show. Like, you have to speak. <laughs> and I'm just, like, shooting the shit with him. I'm like, you know, I love him. He's so great. And uh, he, like, hands me two bracelets. And he's like, here are some VIP bracelets. I don't think anyone will stop you, but just in case. Oh, so nice. <laughs> but um, at one point I was in the, like, green room just, like, chugging tequila. I don't know. The whole thing was great. It was great. <laughs> And also, shout out to Scott Wardle, one of the sweetest boys alive. I had such a fun time with you this weekend, young man. <laughs> Turtleneck wedding dress. Uh, and, oh, my God, I'm blanking. Volk <laughs> um, Hogan. And there's oh, another yeah. one that I forgot. But he has the best bass dance in the business. So, Oh, yeah, we saw a lot of that on this. Oh, course. you'll continue yes. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I love him dearly and he needs our love and support right now. So. I think that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking like, this is sounds like a really big party. It was. Well, you see his like, you saw his like <laughs> facial hair and stuff. He looks like Kevin Costner off Dances with Wolves. <laughs> and one time I posted that I was going to watch Dances with Wolves on like my old Instagram. And mm-hmm. he's like, that's one of my favorite movies. And I'm like, yeah, man, your facial hair told me that like two years ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you say? Uh, <laughs> that doesn't I don't, matter. <laughs> it, I don't think about a comic liked it. A comedian liked it, so I was cool with that. <laughs> um, boy, how was your yoga retreat? Do, yeah. Do you want to hear where I actually was this weekend? <laughs> yes. I mean, now that now that we've gotten me out of the way a little bit, we'll go back to me. I'm sure, as we always do. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a yoga retreat. What the it, fuck? It, it was. was a- <laughs> It was actually Exmo Women's Retreat that I got invited to, and I was ashamed (laughs) that I was going to this (laughs) ex-Mormon for women, like EFT, it's called Especially for Truth, and... uh, Especially for Truth, that's a Mormon-sounding name right there. So it's like a support group? My friend Larissa, she will not listen, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. She, um, I'm convinced everyone is listening. I'm convinced the, the whole entire world. After my weekend, I'm like, oh, everybody's listening to this podcast. Every single, hello, everybody. Like um, if a motherfucker from the bro ship can say, yeah, I'm listening to your podcast. Everyone's listening to the podcast. <laughs> she emailed me so, she didn't email me, text me. So fucking excited. Was like, I just found out about this ex-Mormon women's retreat. And there's supposed to be yoga and like healing and journaling and sound bowls and food and hotel and it's in park city and it's gonna be so fun and i was what, like what hotel did you stay at uh don't remember was it the peaks because that's my favorite hotel no share little known fact oh, okay it's fine um <laughs> so she was really excited and i was like yeah no i'm i um well okay so like the weekend before we got really high in her basement and shared like <laughs> some like really sad intimate details about how like why we don't have a lot of confidence and like we're gonna get into it that's why this this whole um episode is called about the internet of things um <laughs> <laughs> but she was like i feel like it would be a really good retreat for us to like open up and like kind of um connect with women that are like in our similar be vulnerable blah, blah, yeah. Blah. yeah yeah and um i was ashamed because i didn't want to like listen i don't know if you listen. know but i don't want to be like an ex-Mormon. You don't want that to be your one of your... Ex-Mormon like Yeah, that. yeah. Like, I mean, like, me neither. Me neither, yeah. That's not my brand. I don't want to be, like... I don't, Yeah, like, I just yeah. don't want to be involved anymore. <coughs> yes. They said on their ex-Mormon podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's not an ex-Mormon podcast, damn it. And no, it's, well, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's Mormon just a, adjacent. We're just, we're just here. Here we are. But anyway, it was actually... it was There was, there was a lot. There was a lot. First of all, they didn't feed us enough. I felt like first of all, I knew I, I knew like, that was gonna be the I knew that was gonna be a problem. I could already feel it. like when you said food, the way that you said it, your tone, like we must have partners, <laughs> because I'm like, oh, she's got some shit to say about that. I do. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but like, don't bring a bunch of people into the wilderness and then like not feed them. Like that's cult 101. Like, do not try to push me. I had to order pizza <laughs> so many times. I was like this. <laughs> I'm fucking starving. Spence is like, why do you, why are there so many dominoes charges? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, no, no, no. So they didn't feed us that well. Um, So I did make comments about that in the survey I said, but (laughs) there were really cool things. Like getting to talk to women about like their struggles, like getting to see how far I've come in my Exmo anger, like, I'm no longer like angry that it isn't true and I'm no longer mm-hmm. like bitter about it. I'm just right. like 
it just is how it is. Like we got yeah, out of it. it is, it's yep. fine. But there's also some shit that happens. There's also some big shit that happens in people's lives like what? when they like, okay, so like, um, sweet old man fathers that are addicted to like murder porn that are bishops that are stake presidents, uh-huh. um, men who like legitimately just like steal from their wives until there's like, like embezzle. Yeah. yeah. Until they're like kicking the, the ex-wife out and they're like sleeping on the floor of their sister's house. Like Jesus. there was like, there was some shit that went down and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm so like, so grateful that, that none of that happened to me. Um, but also like, holy shit, it goes a lot deeper and a lot darker than I ever thought it would have like for like an innocent quote, innocent Christian religion. Like, well, I mean, but that's, that's what it is, right? You have to have yin and yang. You have yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're constantly being extremely righteous, guess what? Murder porn it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, and I, I hate, I hate to use people's stories. That's why I'm not, I'm not telling we're not naming names, details, but care. like, yeah. I just, I just don't want to use people's stories for like my benefit. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't say those things to like say that I have a right to talk about that. But I'm just saying like, I was very shocked about some of the things that I heard and like some of the abuse that these women go through. Um, really grateful to be out of it. And also it was kind of like a closing ceremony to my ex Mormonness. I don't think I would ever go back, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. I still have more thoughts about it. No, I, yeah, I want to hear him. So, like, do you think you would go again? Um, one of my biggest problems with the whole retreat was it felt like a commercial for ex-Mormon things. Yeah, and, like, I have a problem with that. Me too. Like, I, yeah, like, it's just, like, I don't, like, there doesn't need to be a brand around this anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, like, speakers that are very famous ex-Mormons that were kind of, like, talking about the resources that they have and like that's what that's really that's this is really what i want to say okay there are fucking billions of hours of post-mormon ex-mormon mm -hmm. anti-mormon stuff you really have like the world at your fingertips like you don't need bobby and i to be <laughs> right ex-mormon for you like we're this is our journey and we're living it and like this is like yeah, authentic that, true to I us. I love that. I love that. We do yeah. not need to be anything for anyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I, so, I'm like, I'm so happy everyone's enjoying it and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Like this isn't a hey, listen to me so you can be me. I don't. I'm yeah. Out. Do your yeah. do your goddamn thing. Yes. And like, oh, another thing is just like we were told to put on a facade for so long mm -hmm. that like just because we're processing through things and that we're going to be angry about some Mormon adjacent things, that doesn't mean that we're trying to like teach you, guide you, guru you into anything. Like I literally, I do not want to be an ex Mormon brand. Like do not let me into your favorite ex Mormon podcasts. Like mm -hmm. just there's so much more better, more eloquent, more therapeutic bullshit <laughs> out there that you can find. And let, let us just be like what we're going to be. That's what I, that's what I really want to say. Um, I, I'm, I'm there, I'm there with you. It's actually funny. Cause like I listen, I'm not gonna lie. I listen to every episode just so I know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, yeah. you know, like, and I, I mean, I like it. I'm not 
I like I like our I think I think we have a fun little show here, but um I've been getting like Satan related podcasts suggested and stuff and I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Well our, our I'll listen to it okay. <laughs> Our intro is pretty satanic. I mean, <laughs> if you're going off of like, 80s we read that out of the Book of panic. Mormon. <laughs> 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 like, I is it, like I think it's like very like fucking metal, but it's like I I didn't write that. <laughs> I ripped it off. <sighs> anyway, um, I just don't want to be an Exmo brand and. Like, the retreat was fun, but I would definitely go on an actual yoga retreat with somebody where there was, like, actual food, <laughs> journal time, talking to people, and not just being like, I'm a famous ex-Mormon. Here's where you can find me. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not here to build up your brand, bro. Like, right. Well, like, um, what... <laughs> What's up with re- retreats? Can I ask you that? I, w- I don't think I would ever in my fucking life go on a retreat. <laughs> you just did. You went to Crucial Fest. No, I went to con- a concert every night for four nights. Okay, yeah. No, I only went to three out of the four even. I didn't even go to all four nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I But I, w- I guess I would go on a retreat with those motherfuckers. No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would. It's kind Maybe. of like if it was like a concert. I think I think of retreats as just like. I don't know, away from your house, right? Oh, yeah, that's not how I see your retreat at all. But, like, I'm wondering if you want to go to yoga and eat good food and go journaling, why don't you just go down and stay at Bryce Canyon and do it by yourself? That's what I would do. That's 100% what I would rather do is, like, just like I a, would go a with small you. group of friends <laughs> yeah. and, like, just, like, talk and chat. And, like, that would be so much better than, Or even like, just, like, go our separate ways during the day and, like, yeah. regroup and discuss yeah. over around the fire campfire at night. Yeah, I want a hotel room. Because I want to do like a hot tub. Well, right, but like in Bryce, all the all the hotels have uh, campfires. Cool. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, um, I will never do a retreat ever again. Yeah, make your own goddamn retreat. <laughs> if I can quote Howard Stern, make your own table. Make your. Do you don't do you That's understand what a, that means? I do, and I. It's pretty really much. Love it's, it. it's pretty much what we're saying here. Make your own yes. table. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Love that. Well, thanks for letting me bitch about my secret Exmo retreat. I just thought it was so funny that you were no. uploading all of these like Insanity. tits out <laughs> <laughs> eyeliner drying off on the side of your face, and you're just like, I'm having the best fucking time, and I'm like, I'm eating I'm in hell. spinach, <laughs> and I'm at a secret ex Mormon retreat. <laughs> you know what's fun? Okay, I didn't actually end up telling the story, but okay, so when I traipse into the VIP section. <laughs> uh, <laughs> First of all, I was just wearing, you've seen my Dolly Parton t-shirt. It's the, the next cut out of it, but it's not like a low-cut shirt. No. Maybe it's the fact that the, a woman with huge boobs was on a set of huge boobs was the ticket. <laughs> but <laughs> Very on we, brand. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I uh, was watching this band, Pink Boa. Hey, boys, they're from Idaho. Um, and the show was like, it was, we, we were like, we were like, it was wrapping up and I was like, I'm getting out of here. So I was walking out and pink bow is loading up their 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 gear mm-hmm. and props to this guy fucking props he goes hey i really like your shirt do you think it would fit me <laughs> and i'm like let's try it out let's switch shirts and then so they thought that was the most easy way i'm sure they ever got a girl topless in their life 
<laughs> so I'm standing outside of out front of Metro with just my bra on. And um, then he has like this like very see-through, like he was wearing like a very see-through um, leopard print shawl. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, he's ex- I mean, musicians are eccentric. It's eccentric. But um, I... He was like, honestly, we were all talking about it when you were down there just jamming out. We want to know if your boobs are real or not. That's what we're doing. Oh, my God. And I'm like, who would get boobs this big? Yeah. Who would do it? Number one. <laughs> and then he Why? Goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, well, can I have your bra? And I'm like, can I have $60? <laughs> he's like, why $60? And I'm like, because that's how much this bra costs. He's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, exactly. yeah, do you want to go into tampons? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what we got burdened with? Exactly. (laughs) Well, like, and even like a small breasted bra, like they're not cheap either. No, bras are fucking expensive. Yep. And like Rihanna's line, whoever, which everybody loves, Venti or whatever, super expensive shit, man. Like, yep. (sighs) Whatever. And like, I I thought that was so funny because I thought that that um. I saw that you did that in text form somehow. No, 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 no. Because I was talking to the guy that I've been sleeping with, and I was like, "Oh, I, I was like, oh, that so guy wanted my freaking bra. bra, and he goes, well, <laughs> can I have your bra?'" <laughs> and I'm like, "Can I have sixty dollars?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have my fucking bra. Go get your own goddamn bra. <laughs> yeah, and you wear it. But it was actually way fun. Like it was, it was funny. The whole thing was hilarious. So yeah. whatever. I felt like I've never a. I'm gonna just say a controversial statement. The pandemic's the best thing that's ever happened at Crucial Fest <laughs> and the Salt Lake City music scene. We were all genuinely excited to each to see each other. Oh, we all really missed cool. each other. Like yes. everybody. No yes. one was exclusive. Like no one was being exclusive exclusionary. People were stoked. Everyone was excited. Like everyone needed it, <laughs> and like everyone really worked hard to like bring it together and everyone was super supportive so i don't know i can't say enough i will talk about crucial fest till the day i die and i will thank jerem every time i see him because he's such a sweet boy and he does such a good job so again thank you (laughs) i agree like i really liked seeing people's faces like connecting with people actually connecting with people and like being like this is nice right and it's it's like we took these because like i remember before the pandemic we'd all go to shows all be shitheads to each other like (laughs) and like and not in a fun way like don't get me wrong i was being a shithead to the bro ship and they were being a shithead to me but it was all in good fun this time like there was no real negative energy at all and i just feel like we just took for granted going out you know (laughs) and seeing the homies like and like a week or two before like i was texting like andy and scott and like john who works at graywell and stuff and like Brandon who owns the ninth and ninth and I'm like I'm so excited to see everybody and everyone's like oh my god like I'm crawl I'm so excited so <laughs> it was it sounds way fun I don't know if I could like enjoy it though like if there was like it sounds very loud oh yeah it is yeah yeah okay, it's like well. straight up a wild time like and I don't really get I mean Actually, that's not even true. Lisa and I were having a conversation yesterday. I figured I've just always been scandalous. It's not necessarily bad <laughs> scandalous, but it has no. been scandalous. No. But um, Lisa was like, I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. But she's like, we were eight. She's like, I was like eight. She's like, I don't even know why the hell I was there. And I'm like, because you were with me. <laughs> like, that's why. She's like, I, she's like, I would never be in that situation. Like, who was I with? I'm like, me. 
obviously you're doing something you shouldn't have been doing. You were with me. <laughs> um, I wanted to kind of hit on the Zach thing again, though, because okay. Andy said, go easier on him. And then we kind of got into it. Mm. Um, not necessarily. I mean, I just, I was like, okay, you brought it up, man. I'm going to tell you why we're not cool right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and isn't that something how people will always just lecture you having one side of the story and be like, be nice to your mom. And I'm like, no, well, no, I mean, I, mean, I think <laughs> no, Andy has, I, I think, I think Andy has both sides of the story. Uh, there, I did. There were some things that I said about Zach that weren't pleasant to hear. I'm sure like how I said, he's hard to work with in that he's a perfectionist. Not that uh-huh. it's bad that he's a perfectionist. I think that's great. Cause the end product's mm-hmm. always amazing, but only certain amount, certain kinds of people can work with that temperament. Yeah. So like, that's all I was saying. <laughs> like, I think oh. Zach is mildly autistic and like, think about that when you're thinking about him and like his perfectionism and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not even saying this is a bad thing. I'm just like, it is what it is. I'm describing my brother to you. <laughs> wow. But like, I, I'm just going to guess because Andy's, I mean, I, I feel bad. I seriously feel so bad for Andy. He gets flung into so much shit. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, when I, te- when I was texting about Levi, his guitarist, I was like, I'm like, I'm just picturing you frantically texting Zach, begging him to start talking to me again. So you don't have to, <laughs> but, um, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I wasn't nice to Zach, but I my feelings about him right now are are weird. Yeah. So like, how fair. what should I be fake? Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. But I hear you, Andy, Zach. I think from what I can gather, your feelings might be a little hurt. So I apologize if I made you feel bad. I didn't mean to. I guess I'm not. I'm not her trying to make you feel like shit, Zach. I know you're listening. Right. Right. We are at what 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 minute are we at? So you can tell Andy. 33. 33 minutes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all I'll say about Zach. <laughs> Just kidding. That is not all I'll say. I'm very hurt. I'm hurt. I'm hurt that he won't hit me up. Yeah, like you're trying to. But I also like was had a realization too where I was like, I can't believe everyone's like supporting me. And then I went, wait a second. I've literally been supporting these motherfuckers for 20 years. <laughs> like, I'm sure they were. Back. Yeah gratitude like grateful to support so it's like i was it was just a good feeling anyway it was a good the only like negative thing and it wasn't even necessarily negative was andy being like go easier on zach yeah but i think zach and andy are best friends honestly <laughs> like so <laughs> it's like whatever my brother keeps um trying to hit us up and being like when are we gonna schedule our <laughs> thing and i'm like i just i um we are going to. It's just going to be down the road. Like, yeah, not like it's not like I don't want to talk to you. It's that we, we have, have the plan. we have people. Yeah, we, we have, have the people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just let's, so let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about that right now. Right now, so people can so people can uh, kind of understand what season two is going to. It's going to be different than season one. Yes. In that we're only going to release one uh, episode on Saturday. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> but we will be doing uh sunday night firesides we hit on that a little bit yeah on one of the episodes but we're gonna have guests so yeah diverse diverse guests i I got us a whole bunch of guests this weekend so yeah yeah (laughs) for sure uh my my thoughts about season two is like we just we already told you we're not an ex-mormon podcast uh podcast 
I want to emphasize the thought that we're like a stories podcast. We're like a healing podcast. We're a friends podcast, which is a stories podcast. And like Bobby and I came from a place where our voices were silenced, whether that was at home or at church or at home, at school, at play, at Sunbeam. Like <laughs> a sun. <laughs> Have you seen that yes. billboard in Provo, by the way? Mm. It's a solar panel. Yes. Yeah. I used to work for that <laughs> fucking company. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but like people would tell us if they didn't like what we had to say that they would just tell us to shut up. So I, I want to be a place where people can just tell their stories and like we can get into it and have mm-hmm. a good time. So like that is what I want for season two. Right. And like so far the interviews have been great. I mean, we've only yeah. done two, but we're yeah, doing another I, one tonight. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. But we'll release <laughs> those on Sunday nights. Sunday yes. night fireside. So yeah. Keeping the traditions alive. Yeah, the good ones. The good ones. <laughs> um, a sunbeam, a sunbeam. I have a I have a parlor trick for that song. That's a little triggering. Strategery. Uh, what Do you want to hear my parlor trick? Uh, yeah. Okay. Jesus wants me for a sunbeam to shine for him each day in. Every way try to please him. At school, at home, at play, a sunbeam, a sunbeam. Jesus wants me for a sunbeam, a sunbeam, a sunbeam. I'll be a sunbeam for him. I feel like I'm failing a sobriety test right now. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That was great, though. I was like, what the fuck? Is my brain dying? shit i have a hard time i like i i was obsessed with that as like a senior i guess and i was just like (laughs) the things you get like bored with where you're like i just got (laughs) kind of i gotta read all the nancy drews (laughs) i'm 19 i'm doing it i practiced that and i practiced the take me out to the ball game version and so now it's just like in my head that way and when people sing I can't even sing it the right way anymore. Yeah, so. I know. I saw. I was like, she does. She doesn't even know how to say it. Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> oh man. Oh, did you see Joe Rogan got COVID? Yeah. Is he gonna fucking? Here's the thing about Joe Rogan, and this is not to my credit. Somebody, thank you, Ashley Marshall, on my Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. Surviving COVID is a privilege. Oh, 100%. If you're not vaccinated and you survive COVID, that's a fucking privilege. And Mm -hmm. it's because you have the time, resources, money, energy to survive COVID. Well, I said to my boy, my guy friends today, I was like, because, oh, I met, uh, I went to our hometown and I met some (laughs) horse dewormer takers in the wild. Oh, my God. I started laughing and I'm like, I didn't even think that was real. I thought it was an urban legend. (laughs) Oh, my God. And um, she's like. She's like, yeah, my, she's like, my family's taking it and they're, they have COVID, but they feel fine. And I was like, um, but like no vaccine. And they're, she's like, I'm not putting that shit in my body. And I'm like, but the horse dewormer we're cool with. <laughs> I don't understand how dewormer equates to a virus. Virus are not worms. They're not parasites, right? They're not like internal. I don't know science. Parasites. I don't know how science works. So I trust the scientists who have the vaccine. 
Right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, I don't understand how horse dewormer translates to antiviral. That no, doesn't make I sense. I think it's like anti inflammatory. You're inhaling. It's an it's a respiratory shit. I don't. I, going to I I honestly I could I could not tell you. But she said there's a, a sign on the door that says, "Dewormer is for animal use only, not human consumption." Oh my god. I'm like I'm from this town. What? Yeah. <laughs> but I I seriously just like started laughing. She's like, "Well, we disagree on this." I'm like, "You brought it up, bro." I'm like, "We can <laughs> yeah. change the subject immediately." I'm fine with that. But I seriously started laughing, and I was like, I cannot. And this is a person who's very important to me. And uh, I was like, I cannot fucking believe this, man. Yeah. And then I was texting the boys about it, and Kevin was like, I fucking can't stand fucking anyone. Like, fuck, he's like, he's like, I would have got up and walked out. And I'm like, nah, it's, you can't write everyone hard. off for their opinions. <laughs> it's just hard. It's hard to be like, what? What? Scott well. Wardle, because um, his housemates just got it, too. Everyone's getting it. But uh, I... I like dropped him off some soup on his porch yesterday <laughs> and I was like, you're vaxxed. Right. And he like, he's like, do you, th- wh- do you seriously think I'm not vaxxed? And I'm like, are you seriously answering my question with a question? And he's like, uh-huh. he's like, I would get a shot every day. If that means I can fucking rock it. If that means I can fucking rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. You're yes. so, such a sweetheart. You're such a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, like getting the vaccine is for preventative purposes so that when, when we get infected we don't we can still take care of our families and we can most likely survive it's not like we're we think we're better than everybody because we have right. a vaccine but we're just like can you just fucking get the vaccine so that like we don't have to wait and see if you get it and then like what the huge damage is done to our family and friends like right 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 well look, your it's paychecks. funny it is funny how like the tune has changed because beginning of the pandemic she was like, this isn't real. And I was like, um, okay. Like people, I've known people have died from it already. Like I'd already mm-hmm. known like a person, like someone knew someone, like someone's husband died or something. Yeah. And, um, I'm like, so, okay, whatever. <laughs> and now she's like, you don't want to get, you don't want to get COVID that it'll, it's long-term that shit, that, that shit's serious. And I'm like, well then That's get the we vaccine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please get vaccinated. Brother, I... sister, people who are listening. <laughs> thought it was at this point i just think everything's funny like i don't care anymore i'm like so past the point of caring i'm like i can't be the only person who's caring man because like it's hard to be the one that cares yeah yeah like we all have to care or else we're not getting out of this i heard that doctors are getting like compassion fatigue uh yeah they're quitting like they're quitting in droves too like they're like i've had it yep um let's talk about that our dreams i had a dream Oh, yeah. It was the night. It was Monday, Monday, I think. So, okay. Sunday night, went home with a guy. Uh-huh. Saw the sun come up, and I was like, fuck, I gotta go to work. Yeah. So, <laughs> I had like an hour of sleep, and then went and worked. And then I went home and slept for like 10 hours. Yeah. 10 or 12 hours. And the whole time, I kept waking up. Like, I was having a dream, some sort of a dream, where my extended family, like my family, my immediate family my extended family were like hunting me down and i was trying mm. to get out of Penguich. what and i just couldn't get out like i could not get out and i was like i just want to leave just let me leave and they're like no you can't leave and i killed myself a couple times in the dream in mm-hmm. like in a couple of the dreams just to get away from them and mm-hmm. i the last one i was up t- on top and i was like 
there this isn't a, this isn't a real thing but there was like a cliff it was going into like a, a ravine but it was like a mm-hmm. shallow and i was like i'm gonna jump into this and kill mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. and like once i dissected it like i was like this the way that i feel i feel like i'm trying they i'm trying to escape escape i'm obviously trying to escape my family you know yeah yeah which which bums me out but it's also like the fact that they wouldn't let me make my own choices yeah was it it was a very strange dream but anyways i woke up and i (laughs) looked at pictures of basset hounds and just sobbed like (laughs) i didn't think i was gonna oh by the way lisa is very shook by the basset hound story so i'm very sorry to everyone who i affected with that it's a terrible story but she actually was playing with them and stuff she was over (sighs) she she knew the puppies yeah (laughs) but she's like i had no idea they were dying i'm like why would i infect your brain with that i I wait i waited 25 years hello yeah yeah Wow. Dreams are so fucking weird. Um, definitely think that you are. So this was after Crucial Fest, right? Yeah. So like, I think I'm definitely dealing with some, some information that you've just heard and like, well, and I think that could have been, I think it has some, it has to have something to do with Zach. Yeah. Where it's like, you want to leave on your own terms. You want to be your own person. That's why you're trying to escape this small town where everybody knows who you are and everybody's like kind of got you pegged for a specific person. Maybe. I. Maybe like maybe how many honestly, versions of yourself that you have to let go before you can break free from the town. Well, right. And like, and then I thought about like how many times in my life my family has made me want to kill myself and yeah. how I thought that was my only option. And I'm kind of wondering if this podcast is in a sense me shedding absolutely that, that stuff you know what i mean absolutely because it's like we're putting our cards on the table like it did feel nice to walk into a room of people that i've known forever and have them know more about me than they ever have before yeah yeah and like understand nice. that like i'm a compassionate person who's gone through some shit <laughs> and like i all i have is nothing but love like i'm totally a fucking weirdo but i think everyone's beginning to understand like there's like you know, it's like very cl- it's there's clarity now yeah i think so too I've got a lot of um, messages that I want to reiterate again that I'm just like grateful that people reach out and say, I'm sorry that you went through Mm -hmm. what you went through. And I just want to tell the world again that um, a lot of people go through shit and it's Mm -hmm. okay. Like, well, my buddy, I'm healing from it. Right. Yeah. My buddy, Janisa, who she gave me one of the, one of my favorite summers. We worked at the flying M. I think I was like 22. Mm -hmm. We were gotten to like, you know, PG, shenanigans like right <laughs> we waited tables all night and then we would like go to the we go over to cedar go to the movies or go to like saint george we'd stay up all night long we were constantly like doing random ass shit yeah and she was like i just w- listened to the boundaries episode she's like i knew you were going through that a little bit at that time she's like but not to that extent she's like i'm sorry i wasn't there for you more and i'm like you were exactly what yes. i needed exactly what i needed yeah and every single person that has been reaching out and being like i'm so sorry and like sorry if i was ever a part of that like you would never have been a part of that like there's no reason that you're still around and like we have a bit abilities to establish boundaries now but like yeah yeah they were exactly what we needed yeah and like lisa and her mom Allie, who was my other mother they have like survivor's guilt or something because she's like lisa's like what i I just wish i would have known i would have done something i'm like lisa you're two months younger than me what would you have done like we were kids 
and she's like my mom would have done something something we could have done something and i'm like it's it's fine yeah and <laughs> it's like fine. one one thing that i learned at the ex-mormon women's retreat was <laughs> that um did i tell you by the way i have to tell you something after this the okay. one thing that i learned is that um my story is not going to be the worst i'm not in a competition to have the most trauma in the world like that's mm-hmm. not it um i'm grateful that i have uh, that i came out okay and also, I'm going to be here to listen mm-hmm. and to validate other people's experiences when they tell me that they're going through shit, too. Like, mm-hmm. that's all that they're uh, that all you guys are doing is listening to us and validating us and saying mm-hmm. we're here for you. And we appreciate that. Well, and it has been nice, too, to have people be like, I don't even know where to begin. And I'm like, here's my doctor's info. Yeah. Like, hit her up. Yep. She's yep. a bad bitch. Tell her I sent you. Yeah. And like people like you're no one's alone you guys aren't no one we're not alone right (laughs) i've spent a lot of time feeling alone i know you have too in your childhood where you're like lonely and like alone a lot and stuff and it's just like you're not you're not i mean we were we were (laughs) i guess we had our siblings but like we care about you yeah you know if you if the people in your life don't care about you get new people too 100 percent mm-hmm yep um, the, the big thing that happened today about the ex-Mormon women's retreat is that, um, people have discovered that there was like a mole that came. <laughs> a Mormon mole? Yeah. Um, so this, uh, it, this retreat was that's not. That's some Scientology shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was not cheap for me to pick up a ticket to go. Right. Um, but apparently somebody came, wrote down a bunch of names and turned it into her stake president. And we think we know who it is, but because I'm like really, I really try not to like. I don't want to dox anyone. Yeah, uh, we're gonna I we're just, gonna go into a rape culture episode next week or the week after, and yeah. I'm going to be talking about some people, but I don't want them to get doxed, so we're changing yeah. their names. Yes, um, but like, I don't know the kind of person that would spend their time and energy going to something where people yeah. are just trying to tell their story. Yeah. To and like most of us, most of us are already fucking resigned and the other half of us we don't have any weight in what it means to be to be punished by a bishop we don't like fucking care we're at an ex-mormon retreat like what do you mean exactly right. it's like hello there's there's <laughs> who are you trying to no, hurt here no weight behind the slap on the wrist like okay i bro. guarantee i guarantee this person is having a lot of doubts and that was their way to be like, I'm going to go see who's there to get some information to figure out where the fuck she wants to be. Right. But also like, like some people were still active that went there, I guess. And like, um, there is going to be some like serious repercussions with like people's family relationships and everything. And like people's, I mean, some people are still going to BYU. So it's like very, I don't know. Like, yeah, you will, you there can't are get kicked out. You can lose your, yeah, you can lose your scholarship. I think Lisa yeah. lost hers because she yeah. didn't get like legally married. They had like, cause she was like, I, I don't know what the whole story is. I'll let her tell it oh. when she comes on eventually. But um, yeah, I think she lost her scholarship to BYU because she was technically living in sin. Mm-hmm. So there's real consequences to this, but then like also why waste your, ugh, why waste your time? Being time, a mole at time, a, talents, at a and dumb ex-Mormon yoga retreat that had like no yoga in it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Why did they call it a yoga retreat? 
I called it a yoga retreat because there was yoga. Because <laughs> you were on... hiding. <laughs> the, there was yoga on the docket, but then they changed it to Zumba, and I was like, "Well, don't like that." <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Has having a podcast changed the way you go out and like experience the world? I'm like one of those ferrets that's like always looking behind its back, like what's there, who's there, like. <laughs> kind well, of like oh but you know zero people at this like there's like a hundred women there or more i, I don't know i don't mm-hmm. fucking know but um nobody recognized me so i'm like oh good this is like <laughs> i'm glad to not be an ex-mormon brand honestly right and then somebody was like hey i just or like we went to lunch after all of this was over with mm-hmm. a few of the gals that we like connected with which were really fucking awesome but like most of them live in Tennessee, so I guess I'll never see them again. <laughs> but Larissa was like, I got to be, I got to brag about my friend. And I was like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she just is really cool and has a podcast. And I was like, stop. I don't want, I don't want to, I didn't want to ruin it. You know, and I didn't you want can't, you do, I'm going to ask it. you to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> because just to be like, I mean, I understand like the embarrassment. Just be like, thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, I have. If you want to check it out, move on and then change the subject. I have to I have to practice that like yeah. that's what I'm going to have to do is like thank you for listening thank you for the support and I did say that after I was like I'm just so embarrassed like I don't want any attention and she was like yeah I get it but like you should be proud of yourself and I was like I need to be more gracious about saying like thank mm-hmm. you for supporting me I guess that's a uh, another thing I can thank Zach for is that <laughs> I've experienced the you've released some stuff <laughs> through him <laughs> so i'm like just say thank you <laughs> touch oh, your never... put your hand over your heart and say oh my god thank you <laughs> will, i'm putting my hand over my heart just say i probably will never be good at this and gracious at this but thank you for <laughs> coaching me i'm gonna i'll keep i'll we'll keep doing it we'll keep doing it um should we get into our internet of things episode yeah i mean i think we've what we're yeah let's do it because yeah let's do it let's send it I just wanted to like, this is okay. So the other thing that how this is going to work is like one week, I'm going to choose a topic and then Bobby's going to choose the next week's topic and we're going to go back and forth. And like, that's just how it's going to happen. Like there's things that we want to talk about and that's how we're going to get it done. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to go. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to talk about how the internet has changed our lives. Um, because the internet kind of got introduced to us when we were like, like just barely turning teenagers and like how the internet has changed all of this mm-hmm. life. So. Yeah. I mean, let's, cause what we, do you think? well, I think that, um, it's mostly going to be for me about music. Yeah. Because we talk about this a lot. So, um, I was just literally talking to Brandon at Ninth and Ninth Bookstore, Book and Music. Go there. It's a great little shop, and he's adorable. Um, about how the way we listen to music and has become, like, so convenient. Because, yeah. like, my CD case used to be my carry-on. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Everybody had, like, flip, 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 mm-hmm. flip CDs, books of CDs in their well, cars. And I was, like, sitting there shooting the shit with him, and he has a record player, and I'm like love it record players are so fun my mom has like three uh-huh. and she has a shit ton of records like i can't wait to inherit those oh yeah <laughs> you think i'm gonna get them <laughs> <laughs> not after this fucking podcast <laughs> but uh <laughs> 
I we were he was like you know I sell books and records he's like it's hard because mm -hmm. people aren't buying those things just because they can pirate it and stream it but yes. I was like dude could, but could you have imagined the pandemic without the internet right could you have imagined that like how no. different it would have been absolutely not yeah exactly. like especially like us that were quarantining alone Yes. Like technology is like so, 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 so important. Yes. But I think right now, um, oh, also my car doesn't have a CD player. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But I'm like kind of like digging it. Right. Cause I, th I remember when I found out, I just barely got my car and I was in Marysville Canyon and there's no service. So I like lost my Spotify oh. and I like went to put a CD in. And like I was stood there just staring at my dashboard <laughs> with a CD in my like my hand. Like I was like, like where, where does is it go? <laughs> um, but like as far as like music and stuff's concerned, like I've talked about this before, I think streaming services are great because, you know, after work I can just see who's playing and listen yeah. and see if I like them. And yes. then I go there and buy a fuck ton of merch. Whereas back in the day, like you had to like know someone or you know, like you had to like it was harder to figure out what was happening, but right. I think it's, I think there's pros and cons, but I think right now the cons way outweigh the pros right now. Yes. I think eventually it'll change because humans are going to develop because we've been hit with so much technology in the past 100 yes. years. Yes. Like our brains just aren't developed. No. So I think eventually it'll be mostly pros and very little cons. But for now, I think the cons are very high. Oh, the con. I, I'm I'm confused. The cons for like being able to look up music and stuff. No, for the internet. Oh. Just in general, like internet and like technology oh, oh, in general. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. social media and dating apps and stuff like that. I think right now, as far as technology is concerned, mostly, mostly cons. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I'm leaning towards pros here. All right. Well, tell me why. Well, okay. So like you mentioned entertainment, right? Um, mm -hmm. Being able to... Um, step outside of people's like okay just music wise i've been mm -hmm. able to step outside my comfort zone at a low cost right and like and put on someone's playlist or something yes and deep dive into so many different genres of music that i never i never would have been able to afford cds like that you know what i mean right and so like i love that i love that i can pay a subscription and just like dance around all kinds of genres i think that's really cool um, being able to, like you said, look up people when their shows are immediately, like in your hand, you could be like, mm -hmm. I'm really digging this thing. I can look up and see a show or you could be like, what shows are out there today? Right. And like, so immediately you can like, if you have an open night and be like, I have entertainment here. Right. Um, the pandemic would not have been sustainable for no. a lot of us uh -uh. because, um, we need connection. We right. need options. We need um, entertainment. Stimulation. Like I, yeah. Yeah. And my kid, we I could porn. not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could not have survived without Disney Plus, honestly. Oh, for fuck's sake, right? Because um, my kid has. Oh, and my kid has learned so much shit from, I don't even know, Coco Melon, I guess. Like, she knows. Why? Okay. I Again, why aren't we watching Little Einsteins at your house? That's such a good show. Um, because she doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> um, she, I need to sit she, that girl down. <laughs> I, uh, tried to put on what kind of old cartoon that I was just like, you'll love this. 
oh uh emperor's new groove and she just hates it what and that is such a fucking funny cartoon i know i'm it's like hilarious i, I, I watched that like twice during here. the pandemic i was like <laughs> nope put this out by myself <laughs> she would not watch it but she she has learned so much like numbers one through she's three and a half numbers mm-hmm. one through 20 all of her shapes all of her colors all because of like the pandemic so she's pretty smart because of entertainment value and like because well, like we have that- so much entertainment mm-hmm. i think people are like fighting to make good stuff instead of just like this is well this is what i got oh that's fair the quality the quality is you have to be more on par with quality we talked right. about this a little bit during the music episode where i was like it buying a cd was a gamble because yeah there could be like two good songs on it but now you can just be like oh they they only have two hits i'm not going to the, they only have two songs i'm not going to their shit you know right or just like not or, or applaud them for like only putting out something that they're proud of right yeah like yeah um but it's also like you got like with with as far as art's concerned like you're right because i've seen so much fashion that i would never have seen so much like even graffiti street art and yeah. all this stuff because of the internet and but it's like you got to ask yourself as an artist do you want to get paid or do you want exposure right because the internet is making you get exposure but it's also making it very easy for you not to get paid yes that's exactly where we are right now i know <laughs> here we are using the internet to re-record um and we're talking episodes. shit on it and to broadcast broadcast why am I, uh, am I stroking out here? Hold on. <laughs> we're the song we're broadcasting. Song <laughs> <laughs> we're broadcasting via the internet. Like people are only listening to us because the internet exists. No, right. But I'm yeah. also saying like, let's think about all the cons though. Let's really talk yes. about the cons. So, okay, wait, can we just do more, more pros for just a second? <laughs> yeah. Just a second. Like it's We can nice. also come back to them. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, um, oh, I guess what we are heading into is a con because like I've been thinking about how much I'm willing to sell my soul for. And right mm-hmm. now we're giving it away for free. Like I'm not complaining. I've had a lot of healing from this and like mm-hmm. sharing stories that like, that's what this purpose was, mm-hmm. but it's all for free. Well, I know, but like, that's just how you have to start. Right. Like, I had to give away paintings until I started selling them. Now I sell them for like thousands of dollars when I get around to it. <laughs> so like, and like my clothing line too, like people, a lot of people stole my shit before I started charging them for it. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. you just got a lot, you know, you got to learn to walk before you can crawl. <laughs> Scratch that, reverse it. Thank you. Um, uh. But like, that's the thing though too, is like, I didn't, while it would be amazing for me and you to just to do this as a career, I wasn't like, that's not why I started it. Right. Like I wouldn't start it because I wanted to make money. I was like, right. I want to start this because of course it has potential to make money, but like, right. but I, this is so fucking fun. And yeah. This, it's just fun. And it's like, yeah. Continue. And like such good, like, I feel like we're actually really helping people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, well, at least we're not as fucked up as those two. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, um, as far as, like, I feel like it's dehumanized us a lot, technology. Yeah. That's, oh, that's so true. Because, But I feel like we're actually coming around to that. Uh, we're, 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 that's turning us off around because we have so much, so much technology that, like, sitting down and having an actual interaction with someone is, like, such a fun thing to do. Especially with the pandemic, you know? Yeah, like, just yeah. sitting, sitting next to Andy and just shooting the shit about 
I don't even remember for like an hour. It's like, I haven't done this with you for like two years. I'm so happy yeah. to be here right now. But like, like we also in a way we haven't been doing that for like 15 years because we're so used to like texting each other and like instant messaging and like dividing all of our time between all of these different resources. Right. So for you to like sit and just like not have phones, it's just like so 1998 for me. Like that's <laughs> well, really cool. I mean, to be fair, Andy's an older guy and he, you know, he's, he, does, he I've never, I don't think I've ever seen him on his phone. Right. Obviously he has when we text and stuff, but like, I don't think I've ever like, he never like has it out. So wow. I'm like, he's like, that's rare. Right. And like, you have when you can take a step back you decide do i want to be the person standing in a corner on my phone or do i want to be this person having a conversation with someone who just watched my band play i want to be andy i don't want to be the person who's like "Ah." i actually have to confess i did kind of shame someone and then i apologized because uh i was talking to jerem and jerem was okay again creator of this crucial fest metal fest and he's wearing (laughs) khaki shorts tennis shoes and a hawaiian shirt and like oh my gosh a fishing hat and i was wearing like uh it was either the dolly parton night or the freaking i was wearing uh an alan jackson shirt one night <laughs> yeah this girl walked up and she was wearing a lamb of god t-shirt which oh. is a super big no it's a metal band um oh they're, <laughs> they're not religious oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh she's like this is a, like, she just came up and started talking to me and Jeremy's like, this is my first metal show. And I'm like, well, are you having a good time? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, obviously you have good taste in music, like Lamb of God. And she's like, I had to borrow the shirt. I don't know any metal music. And I was like, what? bitch, why, okay. why are you borrowing clothes to go to a metal show? <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought about the time where I'm like, I hate when people do that. But I was like, look, girl, you just come and be yourself and we'll accept you. I'm like, this man right here, what do you think he does? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, he's a dad, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, but he created this whole entire festival. Mm-hmm. That's so nice of you. And like, also just catching yourself and being like, don't be a dick. Yeah, because like, see it from other people. Me and Jerem were like, uh, why? And then I was like, uh, okay, yeah, I get it. You were right. nervous. I'm like, but you don't need to be nervous. We're all nice people. <laughs> um, but I just think like social media is convenient garbage. You know what I mean? Yes. For the most part. Let's talk about social media. Like one of the main main reasons why I like this podcast is you can sit down with me and you for two hours and actually hear my thoughts, not just 180 characters or something I want you to think looks cool or, you know, like the facade. It's all a fucking fake. I think something that I don't like about social media is that there's no way to carefully enough curate a thought and still be in a position where people think that you're learning, I guess. Like, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is It's like is preachy. That, like, it's it's more preachy than anything. Yeah. Instead of being like, I'm having a thoughtful moment and yeah. interacting. Yeah. Because like know? when I'm trying to express something, I guess, I guess like that's the whole thought behind it is that like you're making bolder statements when you really could be just pondering through something and your mind can change. Like mm-hmm. I've been looking through my memories of Facebook for so long and deleting like, cringe, them. Cause cringe, I was like, cringe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. You were really obsessed with that MLM. And like, also <laughs> your thoughts were very um, juvenile. And also, also we were growing up in this thing. Like 
the internet yeah. was brand new. It's like there was no finesse to it back then. But I feel like that could be on the pros list as well as the cons list because it's like you get to see in real time your growth every day on a memory. Yeah. But it's also like, I mean, this shit doesn't matter anymore. But like back like when we were starting out in our careers, they would be like, make sure your social media looks good. They will be looking. Yes. <laughs> and now everyone's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Or I was just like, well, I didn't use a email that you can find me at. And like my handle is X, Ken X doll X or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> but like, well, yeah. I was like, I was like, I think you should look at it so you know exactly what you're getting into. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Um, I walked into work after Crucial Fest and I was like. They don't like check your social media here, right? Uh, <laughs> One of the guys just goes, "Why, Bobby?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. It'll be gone in 24 hours." <laughs> I do like the stories feature, although I think that there's like so many easy ways to like. Once it's on the internet, it's forever. It's like forever, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, but like I also don't care. Maybe that like that should make people, you know, think before they speak, right? Yeah, it hasn't. But then, like, how are you supposed to learn and grow if you don't think what you speak, get feedback without getting canceled, of course? And then, like, how are you supposed to, like, use the Internet to have a social media to connect with people that you've been around and, like, have your your thoughts grow with those people? You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Because, um, but I will say, like, as far as, like, I'm going to use transgender people as an example, okay? Yes. Um, first of all, when you have to learn, you have your whole life to learn how to be a girl when you're a girl, right? right. If you're born a boy and are forced to be a boy and then suddenly you're becoming a woman, it's going to be awkward <laughs> to like watch or whatever, you know, and you know what I mean? Just because you're like, you're trying to figure out how to be a girl. You're trying to like figure out makeup and what works for your body. It's like, it's like we are watching like a person who's old enough to transition be like 11 you know what I mean right so it's like I don't know how much I'm gonna learn I, it would be super easy to be judgmental about that but like the conversations I've had with my transgender friends where or even just like strangers in a bar where I'll be like hi I don't have a lot of information I would like to have information can you please just talk to me for a minute always yeah. 100% prefer those yeah like whenever I meet a transgender person I will sit like one of our first conversations. I'm going to be like, I just, can I just ask you a bunch of questions? <laughs> you know, like I'm not like that anymore, but like until I fully was able to wrap my head around it, which is kind of a shitty thing to say, I guess, but it's, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't, you know what I mean? Right. But like, I like to sit there and have those conversations and not be like, what's happening here? Or, you know, like usually when you're posting on social media, you either want attention or you're pissed off about something. Right. Yes. So it's like having just like a real honest conversation with someone about something <laughs> that they're going through a million times better than a status or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, selfie or something, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that like, so like the first 10 years of Facebook were pretty fucking awkward because we didn't know the power of what we were doing. And we thought it was just like, it's just like, it's so superficial, but I think, I think something that I do like about social media versus like, like what you're saying, you'd like to, you'd rather see people mm-hmm. like in a deep conversation, like at a bar or whatever. Well, because 85% of communication is nonverbal. Right. Right. 
which is completely true. And, and, we're which taking, is why and then we're also taking away tone in a voice. Yes. Which is why mm-hmm. you and I don't do well at texting each other because we're like, hey, no, yeah, I'm on your side. Yeah, no, I'm on your <laughs> I'm side. I'm not yelling at you. I'm <laughs> just telling you no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, but I also think that there's so much value in the access because like if, if I didn't have access to a lot of transgender queer bi gay like tumblr shit voices just voices Mm -hmm. of where they're sharing their experience i would not i don't have like i'm not about to go travel the world and just hunt out a transgender person to ask them questions like that's uncomfortable for them i don't i i I don't i don't agree with you let me me wait (laughs) I'm really grateful that people can be in their homes like we are, Mm -hmm. share their voices and experiences, and I can take the time that I can to, like, sit down with that, learn from it, grow from it, because they don't have time to share their story one million times. If they share their story one time Mm -hmm. and then one million people tune into it once... Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot better for everybody. Well, I think there's a difference between, okay, let's talk about the differences between social medias too, because I think like a Tumblr uh, blog, a blog, a Tumblr, or like an Imgur where there are Reddit, where there's uh, a, like that anonymous ax- aspect. I think there's more reality there sure. than someone who is transitioning in front of their family and friends. You know what I mean? Sure. On Facebook. So I'm with you. I'm glad I'm grateful for that too, where I can learn things through the internet about and have people open up and be vulnerable. I'm just saying as far as like social, like face, I'm talking Facebook mostly. I'm really talking Facebook here. Yeah, Facebook is, is such a brutal battleground. And the reason, another reason why I am using the transgender thing is because it is such a delicate topic and it is hard to transition and people, those people deserve our like kindness, just like yeah. everyone else. Yeah. But, I mean, every transgender person I've sat and been like, hey, can I ask you some questions? They're like, thank you for asking. Like, thank you. Because I could just sit there and stare at them and wonder. Because that's all it is. It's just curiosity. It's not me judging them. I'm just like, I wonder what all this is like. Because I remember one time I was at a bar. um, I was at Trapdoor, I think. Oh, no, Triangle. And uh, there was an older trans, like, clearly just started transitioning man with his wife they were wearing Mm -hmm. matching velvet blazers and um his nails were done but i think he may have had like he was like half like he was like half like he was like dipping his he was like trying to get comfortable with it so i just walked up to him and i was like or her sorry i walked up to her that sorry i'm really sorry i just said that i walked up to her and i was like you know how are you are people like like what how is this like are people kind um, what do you wish people knew? Like, and she was like, yeah, I'll talk to you about this. Like that's, you know, cause it's like they're transitioning. I yeah. think that <laughs> I think people asking questions is kind of part of the gig. Right. 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 Not necessarily, not saying that maybe I should stop doing that, but it's just like, no, I don't. I think, I think your desire to like connect with people is like, part of the reason why it's so good to do that in person right because like Mm -hmm. that's authentic connection but like i just um i would feel like sometimes it's exhausting for people to continually 
explain like, their like story. Like, she was probably like, can I just fucking go out? Yeah. <laughs> Can't I just, like, not be your token trans for the night? But it was like, um, I mean, she and I, like, we weren't just talking about transitioning. Like, we were, sh- like, talking about her life That's and really cool. her, like, journey and stuff like that. And I was asking the wife, like, I'm like, how do you feel? And she's like, it's been really hard, but she's my best friend. Like, it is what it is. Like, yeah. I want to be here for her. She wants to be here for me. Our marriage is over, which sucks. But here we are out together. And I'm like, you guys are fucking cool. Like, <laughs> props to you. And I don't know. I would hope that it would ha- make, like, a 65-year-old couple that's going through one of, their p- the, one of the partners transitioning. Thinking, yeah. like, a 25-year-old being like, fuck yeah, you guys are cool. Like, I would hope that would be a good thing, not a bad yeah <laughs> i don't know though maybe i'm too up in people's shit i, I am i don't know like let's talk about it like that's what we're talking about right mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i don't know like so, okay so because the internet exists people are more readily comfortable with the person that they are because they're able to see others others like them yeah yeah that is a very huge pro yeah because it's like, also a con because nazis <laughs> Yeah. Yes. For every good, there's the bad, right? There's like dark and light, yin and yang or whatever, like you were saying. Yeah. But like, I'm more able to be myself. Like, okay, so like, I'm able to connect with my Mexican culture a lot more because of access to information. Um, More comfortable of being bisexual because of access to information. Um, Was able to get a lot of accurate information about the religion that I was in that I feel like that was a blessing. So like, and then like, I'm able to like keep connected with people for a long time. Like the reason why we're friends is because I saw on Facebook that you worked at Buca de Beppo, Beppo, fuck. And I, knew you'd make me a drink and I was really scared of anybody making me a drink because I thought that I would just become an alcoholic but I thought maybe if Bobby makes me a drink because I know her then I can drink it okay but let's discuss the difference between me on Facebook and everyone else on Facebook shall we true (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah because when I was on Facebook it wasn't always just happy it was like I'm having a bad day or I, I'm suicidal sometimes like, and again, huge resource. I've all, I've been open about my depression and stuff. So I guess this podcast was just had to, had to happen, but like yeah. I would talk about my weird, weird shit. I'd say weird shit. I, it wasn't always like I was, we were, t- I was talking to one of our classmates and I was like, social media sucks. It's all fake. And she's like, yeah. I, I really like that. You're always like, you know, out in the open and stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean to a certain point, and she's like, I can't be because there's so much drama in my life. And I'm like, well, what's the point of having a Facebook with all your friends if you can't talk to them about it? Like, right. Cool. So you just get to go judge everybody and whatever and not and pretend like your life's good when it's not. Like, right. Right. You can you can't tell people you're struggling. They will reach out. You know, if you if you reach out your hand, someone will grab it. Right. And if they aren't, what's the point of having these quote unquote friends on Facebook? Right. Like, what the fuck's the point? my um i've been really trying to be more authentic but i also think that like so many people (sighs) here's the problem with facebook it's Mm -hmm. not personal anymore it's um people sharing news stories and like well the algorithms are out of control echo chamber echo chamber yes 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 yes. 
So it's really hard to get real feedback from people or real connection with people on platforms that have so many options for you to share whatever the fuck you want, especially if it's not your authentic voice that's like, or your thought process. But how is it essential? Um, I think the internet is definitely a human right. Um, I think... Of course, there's always going to be like a, sor- a source of social media, a form of social media, but I think they've changed it around. Like Facebook's on its way out. It's mostly just old people, right? Yeah. Like the the new kids aren't on Facebook, right? Um, and like Instagram, I love Instagram, even though it's run by Facebook because it's more stimulating. Like, but I've had to go through and like get rid of people that are constantly like negative yeah. or constantly posting just bullshit. And like I just follow like artists and musicians and fashion designers yeah because if i'm on here i want to i don't want to like bog myself down with this bullshit i mean i don't get me wrong i feel like the new york times and ucla and stuff like that like i i don't know i just think we're getting constant constantly fed information and that can't be healthy it just can't be right i have um i i really do wish i could get off of facebook i'm trying to do it it like a year yeah i'm trying to do it by the end of this year um mostly because spence um sent me a ted talk about how much focus you lose like attention span focus by social media even existing and so his goal is to get off by the end of the year of all social medias mine is i want to keep an instagram and i want to keep i think tiktok but um well and we're gonna have to do social media because we have a podcast like it's just it is what it is it's like a nature right of a beast. if you have a if you're a business owner and we both are like we both run shit outside of this right but what if we didn't give a fuck what if we didn't give a fuck about what people were saying about us on instagram or facebook or anything and they just knew to tune in and it just ran itself like that would be that would be less mind mind heavy for me because it takes a lot of effort to be on social media. Well, are you saying that you want, you want me to start helping you with the social media? No, I'm <laughs> saying like if I didn't have if I didn't have a Facebook, then I wouldn't care about what people are saying on Facebook. Like I wouldn't have to be in all these groups oh, and trying to, you know what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. But um it's also something, like something something that I've really done been careful about my Instagram is that my Instagram used to make me feel like shit because I would see things, beautiful things that other people had that I probably could never have. I followed a lot of home improvement, a lot of DIY, a lot of fitness accounts. I deleted all of that shit and I started following fat girls that were cute (laughs) and um, uh, just my real friends. And like sometimes I follow people's businesses, but I honestly like, I just want to have something where... I know the people that are watching my stuff are the people that I know. Mm -hmm. And then like, I'm not, I'm not making myself feel bad by being on social media, by seeing houses or like (laughs) gardens that I can't have. Right. Um, That's an interesting perspective because I don't really ever think of it like that. Like I always say like, I mean, I guess these aren't your friends, but I'm like, my friend's success is my success. Um, But I don't know. I, I get what you mean where it's just like, oh, look at all, all the things. It's telling you that you're not doing enough constantly. Yeah. Yeah. 
which mm. sucks. But like, yeah, I mean, the internet's here to stay. Obviously, I think it's a great invention. I just think it's being figured out right now. Yeah, like we That's don't have it. We don't have it figured out right now at all. Something that I love about TikTok is that it was the first exposure that I had to many different cultures, and it felt like the algorithms weren't weren't trying to pigeonhole me into one space that I was kind of like, I can, I can search like the native talk. And like, I saw so many like native voices last year of like how the pandemic was affecting them, their culture. Heavy. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that, I well, they like, were losing their history because their, 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 their history is passed down orally and yes. the elders were dying like yes. right and left. They were losing yes. their history. It was, it was so sad. I got, I gained so much more appreciation of Native American First Nation history mm-hmm. from the mouths of Native American and First Nation people, which was something even in Utah where we have a lot of the Native American voices, mm-hmm. I didn't get that growing up. I got the white man's version. So I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. I was, I'm really grateful for that. Oh, we should actually hit on that real quick. I don't know if we have already, but... Uh, yeah, I think it dropped last last week when we were off. Or, but uh, twelve suspect suspected <gasps> Native American oh, bodies buried yes. in Panguitch. Yes, behind us, behind the old school. Yes, people Horrifying. were like, people. Shout were out like, to Stephen Lee for dropping that fucking story. He he sent that to the, to the Tribune. Tribune. He's like the town historian, and he doesn't sugarcoat shit. Like he's down to get the nitty gritty. We need to have him, him on. So Thank good job, you. Stephen Lee. And he's like a good, he's like one of the good old boys because his dad was the bishop and the judge, but he uses it wisely, appropriately. Yeah. And he's like, use uh-uh. your powers, man. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm so tired of hearing people say, well, that was a long time ago or mm-hmm. that was like not, not here. Guess what? It wasn't long ago and it, it wasn't, wasn't, it mm-hmm. was here. It was exactly here. Most of our hidden Mormon history is the shameful, shitful things that we Sla- did. Slaughtering of Native American women yes. and children. Yeah. Yes, to the Native First Nation people that were here. Mm-hmm. And all all for what? Land. For fuckery. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it gets me so fucking worked up. Like, the things that this country has done. And I'm so tired of that, too. I'm so tired of the culture where it's like, nope, we're just going to pretend like it didn't happen. It's like, fess the fuck up. Yeah grow and move on like i don't think we need to harp on this forever but we do need to acknowledge that it happened and it was awful right and i don't know i guess since everyone thinks money is the only important thing maybe some something like like maybe throw them some more dough you know yeah i don't know it's uh, incredible it's just incredible to the resources that we have to hear actual things like and obviously people are going to use the power of the internet to spread misinformation like that's going to happen but I'm just so grateful that I was able to that I am able to just learn so much more than I would have ever learned yeah I feel that way too like I yeah the pro there's just so many pros but they're the cons are just so bad they're just so bad like the way that like bullying goes from school to home like that. Yes. <gasps> oh yeah. Kids don't get a break from the bullying. Uh-uh. And I remember when we were like in middle school, Jeremy liked to hack into people's email can accounts. We, can we talk about that? Did can he do that to you? Can we just talk about that? 
I wanted to, um, this is, this is the whole spark that started this like internet of things like that I wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. is that when we were kids, you just went to school, went home. Then like MSN messenger happened and email Mm -hmm. happened. So, um, you don't get a break. No. And like, even now is worse because mm-hmm. the, they have them handheld devices and like mm-hmm. oh well and like they're and they're like issuing the kids every kid has a computer a school issued computer now yeah and people can just badger you mm-hmm. 24 hours a day and if they're not badgering you to your face they can be talking about you behind your back and openly though pictures openly. about yeah, yeah posting pictures of you or making fun of you and it's like really i'm or I'm like terrified. taking pictures of like you know the big girl dressing in the locker room and sending it to the whole school or whatever yes something like like that shit that shit goes down um on tv i've seen (laughs) but even like our it happens in real life no even like our old president who could just tweet constantly just hate hatred yes yes it's like what stop it (laughs) like i had i had um somebody tell me that their daughter was kind of um what's it called blackmailed into so she was at a party mm-hmm. and she want she wanted to go home but it was like kind of a long and dark road so she and her friend were walking home these these guys that were older than her that were able to drive said we'll give you a ride but you have to give us a blow job and mm. she was like no that's not i don't want to do that but then she just like she felt cornered into it because if if there was a long dark road like so anyway like like the blowjob was probably gonna happen so you might as well consent oh yeah because what are they gonna do they're gonna like drive alongside you and harass you until Mm -hmm. you like give in right so then she's getting she's giving this blowjob i guess she's a kid by the way Mm -hmm. Um, she's not able to drive and the other person recorded it on snapchat and downloaded it and then airdropped it to uh everybody at the fair that they went to the next day oh my god um i do not want to live in a world <laughs> where people can be that shitty and mm-hmm. like ruin people's lives like that but also right. like and then was that kid held accountable for distributing child pornography probably not Mm-mm. because he's a promising young man <laughs> right That's right right well same i mean like my cousin got um similar situation i mean it was uh one of her peers but they were all out like at a campfire and she like went into the woods to take a leak or something and he followed her out there and tried to force her <gasps> to give him a blowjob and she pressed charges and oh the whole entire town which is a lot of her family turned their back on her and <gasps> there was so much online bullying there was so much so much shit she got bullied 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 and like, I wish she just would have not been on social media and told everyone to fuck off. But, like, when you're a teenager, can you do that? No. I no. Mean, I don't think so. Because, like, there's... Oh, my gosh. And, like, it's also, like, when someone screenshots something of, like, someone talking shit to me and sends it to me, I'm like, I don't care. Like... Yeah. But, like, that shit's going on heavy in high school and stuff where it's like, check this out. Like, if, even if you're trying to avoid something, people will make sure you see it. People, you know, it's just, like... Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> social media and children, we need to figure that one out. I'm I'm just like that's one of the reasons why I want to get off of social media because if I can do it, 
then I can make sure that like, just to like, I don't know, say you don't need it. You really don't need it. It's a, it's a crash. It's like, a cr- I don't even know what I'm saying. It's a trash place for mm-hmm. a lot of things. Gar- convenient garbage. Um, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> so, um, in high school, I had the MSN messenger, right? Mm-hmm. And I was brand new to the school and somebody gave the person you were talking about mm-hmm. my email address. And, um, how, he, how awful was he? Very. Um, yeah. Like he would, I would watch him do that because he and I have been friends since second grade. I watched him do so many evil things on the internet, but like hide him behind a computer. And it's just yeah. like, so you need to get like, fucking knocked out, dude. Yeah. He was just like, so I just met him a few times, but then he started messaging me and be like, hi, do you know who this is? And I was like, no. So some people, so many people would just like, be like, I know who you are. Do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he was like, I really have a crush on you. I want you to like I remember him doing that to you. I was at his house and I was like, this is shitty. I think I left. I was like, bye. Uh, he was like, if you don't tell me that you like me, I'm going to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And so I was I remember like, this. What a I fucking was, asshole. <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, like I don't. And I also don't want to like have a boyfriend. And I also like, I didn't know what any of those things meant because he was like behind a computer. I couldn't like mm-hmm. gauge his sincerity, but I also didn't want somebody to kill themselves because over me so I was like yeah I like you like whatever and so that went on for a while but in the meantime he would like ignore me in actual school like like to the point where it was like like, he was he wasn't he was so out wasn't he I don't know I don't because he's like the gayest person I've ever met exactly but like (laughs) I didn't he was just out to me I don't know I don't know. I think he was probably just trying to mess with you because he did that shit all the time. He His catchphrase was, let's hack into their email and ruin their lives. Yeah. And that's I'm so, like, that's so let's shitty. not. <laughs> like, so let's then, not do that. That was like my introduction into the school and into technology because mm-hmm. that was before anybody had texting. Then when I was a junior, a sophomore, I'm going to tell you his name because okay. I feel like. You know what's funny though? Jeremy and I used to um, communicate via seat walkie talkies when we were little really yeah like i'd sit on my tramp and he'd sit on his tramp because we lived across town and just shoot the shit okay yeah okay so like um this person got my email address and he did the same thing where he was like we would we would stay up for hours Mm -hmm. until like three in the morning talking about our lives all the things that were happening in our house, what's happening at school. We had like a real relationship. Mm-hmm. But that was only via email, right? Yeah. When we got to school, he wouldn't even talk to me. Yeah. And so I started to feel like the only thing I was worth was to be kept in secret. That like, this is, yeah, that you're this is where my real co- confidence issues come from mm-hmm. is that, I was never worth having a relationship with in public. Yeah. Well, I'll keep you my dirty little secret. It's yeah. like, it was like the girl in Penguin show I was talking about how the, all the boys were like, we just thought she'd give us head. It's like, excuse me, boys. Yeah. Excuse me. No. So then this kid, he worked with my cousin after I graduated and he, he graduated too. He worked with my cousin at um, Cabela's 
And my cousin was like, oh, where are you from? And he's like, Richfield. And I, she said, oh, you would totally know my cousin then. And he's like, oh, who's your cousin? Um, the Clarks. And he was like, oh, Josh Clark. And she was like, yeah, and Kendra. And he was like, don't know her. <gasps> what? And she was like, that sounds pretty impossible for like this small town person. Wow. And Kendra's what a douche. pretty <laughs> around. It's not like she's like invisible. So like, and now you know what happened to him. And uh, like, yeah, I mean, he killed himself. Like, not to speak of all the dead, but like, he's there's obviously issues there, you know. I never, um, I don't want to harp on it, mm-hmm. but like, what the hell? What the hell was that? Like, was it bullying? It really made me feel like shit. It really made me feel like I wasn't able to, um, have real connection with people and be worth those real connections in real life. <laughs> Which is why I ended up meeting my husband on Tinder mm-hmm. because I felt like I felt like I was trying to make connections in real life with real people, and those I would never be good enough. And I'm like, so glad my brothers were scary. Dumb. No one <laughs> fucked with me at all. Like, nope. And I was also like, I'm too cool for you all, anyways. I have yeah. old friends. <laughs> I just feel like that's probably where all my confidence issues come from is because of these these like little microaggression bullying things that like Mm -hmm. they said like no you're most special like i really like you blah 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 blah, but then it would never be public yeah uh yeah i i don't appreciate any of that what i (laughs) any of the things i just heard (laughs) um I'm sorry that happened to you. I don't. I was. I didn't want to like have this like internet like. I didn't want to have this whole episode be about like I'm so much pain because I'm not. <laughs> no, it, no, no. But like, but it's also it's something that let's, let's discuss it. I'm sure there's. I'm sure you've done unsavory things on the internet a time or two before. Oh yeah. Uh, I have too. It's just something to be aware of. Like, don't make people feel like shit. What's the point? Especially like anonymously, like. Yeah. Dress up, grow a nut. <laughs> I want to hear a shitty thing that I did on the internet. What? Uh, I was really pissed off at my roommate because she was a hoe. Mm-hmm. And so I put her phone number on a chat room That's and so I funny. asked for dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, the sheriff of her hometown called me and I <laughs> lied to him about, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, well, we have the technology to uh, retrace the they IP don't. addresses of whatever. And I was <laughs> they like, didn't okay, at the time. Well, I ho- uh, yeah, 2007. I was like, I really hope that you find out who did this because that is very despicable. I'm a good Mormon girl. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't even want to see dick I never picks. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was shitty too. Do you want to hear a funny technology story? Yeah. This is some heavy duty penguin gossip. Okay. So, <laughs> by the way, Pingwich, such a small town. Everyone's <laughs> so fucking bored. Everyone's up to no good. Um, <laughs> like, the gossip. Like, I like to gossip because I was raised in Pingwich. Like, I, right. I'm good at it. Like, it's definitely a pastime. Like, I, I'll <laughs> gossip with anyone about anything all day long. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, obviously, you guys have heard this podcast. But, um, so, in the courthouse someone accidentally airdropped a married <gasps> woman accidentally airdropped her fingers spreading her vagina apart a picture of that to um the guys the guy that she was trying to air uh, he was also a married man she accidentally hit his sister-in-law who also worked at the courthouse <gasps> and uh, 
she was like, oh, no, I meant to, s- I don't know what happened. Oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I meant to say, s- I took that forever ago. It was for my husband. And <laughs> the chick was like, your nails? Because you know how <laughs> people get their nails all f- freaky. They're like, those are your nails. They're the <laughs> same nails. <laughs> when, when Caitlin told me that, I was dead. I was like, oh, oh that's some top-notch God. Penguin Utah detective work right there. <laughs> That is embarrassing. I would be mo- I would be mortified. Um, I just want to know if they're sleeping together and why. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Alcohol, it, Jameson and vodka. That's what it is. Just saying that there were. I mean, I had some weed at the yoga retreat, the Exmo yoga retreat. And you I did the weed. Zero people. I did some weed. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm just saying, maybe it was Crucial Fest. Maybe Crucial Fest is the magic there. Uh, what do you mean? Oh yeah, I think it was like I think it was like the night was it was such a fun weekend. The yeah. night was coming to the clo- a close, and I'm pretty sure there had to be some sort of alcohol sponsorship because the drinks were flowing. <laughs> <laughs> the drinks were fucking flowing. And Somebody was like, I don't care. Just make this party happen. <laughs> like, right. And when I bartend, seriously, like Lisa was telling me that she's like, you are the TEDx party. She's like, you're the after party. She's like, cause they've had to have like smaller ones th- this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they're so lame without you, Bobby. She's like, you are the party. You get everyone drunk. You make everyone dance. <laughs> 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 and it was it was it was definitely that kind of vibe where it was like we were all just party and it was fun it was like way fun so wow i don't feel guilty about uh a, a moment of weakness <laughs> 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 and i don't think you should either it's been a long time coming but whatever <laughs> have you okay why won't you use the internet to date um okay so my when in 98 we got a gateway computer and my nice. mom like is obsessed with chat rooms to this day oh my god i super was into all chat up in chat rooms yeah. yeah super into chat rooms and she would post like her high school pictures where she had a size 22 inch waist mm-hmm. um and say that that's what she still looked like and she didn't mm-hmm. so she would catfish you know more or less and then she would get her feelings super duper hurt when the guy was like this isn't what you pres- you're, you've presented a lie to me mm-hmm. and which I get <laughs> but I also I feel like something in me is like because I'm it, it's probably a confidence thing too it's probably because I am a bigger girl too I don't want to meet someone mm-hmm. um have them have an idea of yeah. what you are and then like be jarred by that well and i always make sure i post like full body pictures and stuff and i'm not saying that you are jarring i'm just saying mm-hmm. like no i don't I have, you know yeah i have expectations of people based on their voice of what they look like and then when <laughs> i meet them in real life i'm like that's not who I. you're like that's are. that's not right your face is all wrong <laughs> yeah it happens a lot because i listen to a lot of like talk radio and stuff and mm-hmm. i don't like to lick up pe- people's actual faces because it fucks it up for me well like and also too like levi who is the guitarist of that I was uh, that I want to marry that mm-hmm. I'm making Andy do the legwork for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, sorry, Andy. I love you so much. On your podcast, like what? you're putting it out there too. Well, no, but uh, like I I did email him, but it, I was like I saw that he looked at my stories, and I was like I guess I could hop onto his 
social media, but it's like, I also don't like to, if I don't, I love talking to him at shows. Mm-hmm. Like I've always thought he was adorable. Um, he's damaged, which I like. <laughs> um, but like, I want, to, if I'm dating someone, I want to slowly unpeel the onion. I don't want to, I don't want to know everything. Yeah. And I hate the, I also hate on like on Tinder and shit where it's like, hi, how are you? Good. How are you? All right. Here's my cock. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like it's, it's, that's jarring to me. Like when you're having a really good conversation with someone and you're like, all right, here's my number. And then like two or three texts and there's a dick there. And it's just like, why? <sighs> Yeah, like, and if it doesn't move fast enough towards sex talk, then the people are very disinterested. And it's like, I'm wasting my time, too. Like, I'm not here to touch myself to whatever dumb words you're going to say. Well, right. But it's also like, I do get frustrated with that, too, because men are like, why don't you want to meet up? And it's like, because I'm a woman and I'm inherently in danger. Yes. Like, I'm not going to just meet up with some rando. I could, like, that's how people get murdered. Someone just got murdered yes. here last summer over that. Yes. And buried it like freaking burn burn in the backyard yes. in Rose Park. Like I'm not trying to live that life. No. So like Spencer, I, when I we when we met, he was like, "Where should I meet you?" Like or like he's like, "Okay, I'll come down. We'll go to Thai food." Um. So tell me where I should pick you up. And I was like, "Okay, at Walmart parking lot." And he was like, "I'm not a psycho." And I was like, Says "I don't know that people who say they're not psychos are <laughs> psychos." He's like. So should I just like find you in the grocery aisle? And I was like, no, in the parking lot where there's cameras. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he was like like, asking so, he was like, this is so funny to me. But then like, as I was saying, I was like, we don't know each other. And like, you can't like come to my house and know where I live immediately. No way. Well, and there's like definitely like that illusion of safety too, because it's like, well, I know what they look like and I know they're on Tinder and this is an app. So if something happens, but it's like, people don't need to be honest on those apps. No. And, like, I've only met up with someone once, and I was drunk, and who knows, but, like, who knows where that could have gone. But all of us girls have a code where it's, like, if you meet up with, like, a, a guy, let mm-hmm. us drop your location. We drop our locations. I've sent so many text messages of uh, plate numbers mm-hmm. to my cousin, mm-hmm. and all she would say back it would be, like, good luck. Noted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then I would I would text her one word when I got home safe and she'd be like thank God and mm-hmm. the end you know what I mean yeah but all of us all of us girls do that yeah yeah and it's like I have met a lot of great guys on Tinder um actually it's f- have I told the Tinder story how I no. got Tinder in the first place please God please tell oh, me something <laughs> my God okay so Jake was in Alabama at uh, pilot school. And so I went and visited him on the base, right? So when you pull up into the base, there's guards with Uzis. They will search your car. And he was like, do not bring weed in this, onto this fucking base, Bobby. He's like, you will go to, like, military jail. Right, <laughs> right to jail. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ah! And, like, at the time, I was it was, like, two months after I tried to kill myself. That's why he wanted me out there. Because he, when I did try to kill myself, I told that story. He was in the wilderness doing something. And then he was like, uh-huh. I'll come out. Uh-huh. And I was like, no. And then he's like, well, I'm going to buy you a ticket. Just come out for the week. Um, so I wasn't, weed was my only antidepressant. Yeah. And I could, I didn't have any for like a week, like five days. <laughs> and then on the weekend, he's like, all right, let's go to Panama city or yeah, Panama city, Florida. And I was like, cool. So we go down and I'm texting my roommate. And I'm like, how the 
fuck am I going to find some weed? Which, by the way, at first I was hammered because we right when we got there, I don't know if you've ever been to Panama City, Florida. No. <laughs> um, it's on the Gulf, which it's so beautiful. And Jake got us like this fat ass like condo on the eighth floor. We had our own private beach, all oh this shit. Oh, my God. And um, right when we pulled up, we went right to like a restaurant on the sh- on the beach and we all got drinks and they're like the booziest drinks on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like so hammered, but I was also had been drinking cause Jake and Lily drink like she's Russian and he's a, um, in the military. Yes. So obviously yeah. they're drinkers, but um, I was drinking a lot just to self medicate and yeah. it was really hitting me hard with the depressant, like uh-huh. cause alcohol is a depressant. <laughs> so <laughs> I text my roommate. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get this? Cause at the restaurant, I was drunk going table to table asking people if they had any weed. The oh manager asked gosh. me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's your bus boy? I just need to talk to your bus boy. <laughs> and I kept going, it's okay. It's okay. I'm in the industry. It's, it's okay. I'm in the industry. <laughs> oh my God. Bobby. <laughs> no, I was a trash bag that day. But uh, my friend's like, just download Tinder and do a leaf in your bio and someone will find you. <gasps> and I was like, Okay, so I didn't know there was a limited number of swipes. And granted, I drank like a bottle of vodka and a bottle of rum all throughout the day, and I'd been in the sun. <laughs> so, uh-huh. like, I was blackout for sure. Yeah. And um, the next morning, I wake up, <laughs> and there's a hundred and like forty dollar <gasps> charge on my card. Like, I get text notifications. Uh huh. And I walk out. I was like, "What the fuck?" And um. I was like, I bought Tinder Premium for six months. (laughs) And my brother's like, my brother's like, why? (laughs) And I was like, to find some fucking weed, man. He's like, did you find any? And I was like, nope. He's like, did you get laid? And I was like, nope. And he's like, (laughs) I was like, fuck you, Jake. So, (laughs) um, oh, that was that was so funny too. That trip because Jake. I'm the baby sister, so I get babied, right? Yeah. He goes, um, did you use the bathroom before we leave? I don't want to <laughs> stop. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I know what my bladder's doing, Jake. <laughs> and we got on the freeway, and I'm like, hey, would you pull over? I got to pee. <laughs> and he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, but uh, so I had it for six months. So I and I could had unlimited swipes and I could go to like any part of the world. So I like met some people from France and good. Cool. But like the Internet, <laughs> the Internet. But like there is this one guy. His name's Matt. Um, wow. And he's like this Italian guy and he's great. And like he's a super sweetie. But I told him, I'm like, we're never going to meet. I'm like, I'm sorry. We're just not. And he's like, but I really like you. And I'm like, I just don't like how inorganic it is. I just I can't mm-hmm. deal with it. Mm-hmm. I want to meet someone the old-fashioned way like I want to meet someone like at a show like I did the other day not saying that we're in love or anything we're not but um like I want to or even I would I'm pretty sure I'll end up with one of my friends honestly because that's just how my brain works like I'm not I I I go I kind of get head over heels too quick so I try to like slow down the process Mm -hmm. yeah but you know that's fun so it really happened with me and Spencer is that when we knew we wanted to meet each other, we decided to meet right away. Mm-hmm. And after we met, we um, actually like saw each other a lot just to see if it was going to work. And so I do like, 
I didn't meet and then like develop a relationship with Spencer on the internet. Mm-hmm. We just got connected. And yeah. then when we connected in real life, we kept connecting in real life instead. Well, isn't it like one out of five married people are did it on online dating or whatever? Or maybe it's even higher than that. I like no f- idea, 50% like, or something like that. Because it's been I mean, around. It gets results for sure. Yeah. E-match <laughs> has been around for a long time. E-harmony eHarmony and Match.com. <laughs> this is not commercials, you know. Um, I preferred that one, though, because, like, it's more extensive. Like, yeah. they... I don't know. I also, like... I, I, I don't know. I, I just... I don't know. I, I It's just not for me. It's just not something I'll ever do, I don't think. It kind of sucks, too, for your, like, ego, because if you can swipe so many times and mm-hmm. then, like... So when I was on Tinder, there was no limit, and you can just, like... I don't know. Um, but there was a lot of people from, like, high school that were, like, not my friends that swiped right on me. And I thought, oh, this means they're, like, interested in, like, seeing if I'm cool or, like, talking to me or whatever. No, none of those guys talked to me. I think they were like, you have good tits. Like, let's see if you're gullible enough to come over. <laughs> well, and that's that's it, too, is, like, because you have, like, a bio and stuff. I think people don't have a bio. I'd never. Yeah. I don't care yeah. how hot you are. I will never swipe right or whatever the no accepting swipe is i'll never swipe on you but like (laughs) my bios are always hilarious my tits are always out so it's like it's like funny and it's fun because like i get like a lot of a lot of hits on tinder when i'm on (laughs) but like well you should because you are hot well i know but and, and i'm also hilarious so it's like i just it's it's just too much. It's just too much for me. I, it's it's hard for me to watch people try to like put on their A game. I'm just like I can't do it. I'm sorry. I yeah. I can't do it. I'd rather watch you do it in person where we're both trying so you can fill it out. I I don't yeah. I don't the energy is important. Yeah, I just I don't I don't like it. Yeah, and and actually yeah, being around someone's energy is important. Figure it yes. out. Yeah, because if I had met Spencer and like the energy was off, I would have been like this internet dating is not working. Right. Because, like, it is. It is about the in-person stuff. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's and that's just how I feel. And I feel like that's the big the big con with uh, all of it. The whole entire internet is. The whole entire internet. That is making us kind of, it's dehumanizing us a lot. Well, we're in separate basements trying to make connections. <laughs> and, like, it's really hard. I told Bobby in text because I'm, like, I'm sometimes trying to figure out what people are saying. I have, like, auditory processing problems and I rely a lot on reading people's lips and faces and so I'm like if I ever come off as like not getting it it's not because I'm like mad I'm just like oh, I didn't get it <laughs> but like yeah here oh we no are it's trying fine to make a and I also I talk a million miles a minute too <laughs> but I, ha- I do think about that where I'm like uh, she would have got it if she was looking at yes. me yes yeah. yeah so I look forward to the day when this basement is uh <laughs> a finished studio? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can be in the same room and like laugh even harder <laughs> soundproof it yeah oh you want to know something cool andy said i he i could intern with him because he's a sound <gasps> engineer no way yeah no Cause way like, yeah because like i we were talking because he'd listen to the music episode and um right and we were talking about how i could probably produce and i was just like i think you should i'm like that's just how i learn i'm like you you know you can just make me be like a, your little bitch i'll go run around and do whatever you want i'm like but um 
I was like, I want to like, I thought that's how I learn is being hands on. And he's yeah. like, yeah, of course. He's like, I'd love to have you come over. He's Please so sweet. That. He's like, he's just the sweetest guy. <laughs> I can't say <sighs> enough good things about him. Maybe he can produce our podcast. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a producer. I'm a sound engineer. <laughs> and I'm like, I distinctly remember you calling me out when I said that you wouldn't let the um, bass pedal be squeaky like it is on uh Hey, hey, mom, I said the way you move, gonna make you suck, gonna make you groove. <laughs> Black dog. Because uh, you can hear the squeak. You can hear the squeak. Yeah, I and I'm like. Too. I pick up on things things like that, too. Like, if somebody's nails are too long on their guitar, I'm like, ooh. Uh, well, that's part of a classical guitar playing. I know, but if they're too it's long. It's gross. Yeah, it's gross. But uh, I remember we had a conversation on Facebook where I was like, I know you would never do. Like, you wouldn't allow that. He's like, actually, I would, because I like that. Like, those little things, like those little human things in music he's like i don't like to be too perfect which i also agree with him on that but it's like that's producing andy (laughs) (laughs) Um, are you better off because of the internet or no yeah i know that i would be dead without it i'm sure absolutely because you look up your drug mixing (laughs) yeah that's true and also just like I would like to, <laughs> um, I like, I like that you can connect with people and I like that like when you are reaching out, you're like reaching, like reaching, like, you know, like you can reach out to different continents and find your crew, find your niche. I have said the best thing about the internet is it makes us feel, feel like we're not weirdos. Yes, 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 yes. Um, what, what are your final thoughts? I think, um. I would like for the internet to be an accessory to my life and not my entire life. Right. I think we're heading that direction, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. I think people are becoming really aware of like, especially now that we have so many years of internet usage in history so that we can extract data from it, but just like being able to see exactly what it's doing, make little connections or corrections and then like go from there. Like, I don't think I'll be able to live without internet. No, it's, yeah, we, it's, it's like Amazon, like just tax them. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Or like, just like even social media, like I still want to keep in touch with people like, uh, like people from like 15 years ago are like, Hey, I want to hang out with you. And I'm like, I've actually, actually missed you. So yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I know that's, it's, impo- it's impossible to get rid of it, but I don't want it to be my whole life. Well, and sh- uh, just like Tommy Simbazo, who's who will be here November fourth performing at Metro. Without Facebook, he and I would never we wouldn't have stayed in touch, you know. And he's yeah. like a very important person in my life. And like Andy, he and I got to know each other over like s- Messenger on Facebook. Yes. So very grateful for that. Like a lot of people that I know, like like me and you, and like we reconnected with so many past people with yeah. social media. But social media has also caused me a lot of problems. Yes. <laughs> so yep. I think we're like, we're, we're, we're deuces on this one, huh? I guess so. Like, we'll probably talk about it again. <laughs> um, I do want to say I need to give two shout outs. The first one, Stephen Benjamin, you're still in our thoughts, man. I do. I, I was just thinking about him, like, well, the whole weekend, like, just thinking, I hope he... I hope he's hearing this. Yeah, I hope I hope someone has said something to him. Um, So seriously, if anybody is listening to this and they just have an idea 
please let me know. Also, I want to say this. Um, I already talked about him. I'm going to talk about him again just because he needs a little love in his life. Scott Wardle, <laughs> one of the nicest guys in Salt Lake City, totally has his finger on the pulse as far as the music scene goes. He'll help anyone out of anything. He's, like, so enthusiastic and kind about music. I call him a young Andy <laughs> um, <laughs> because he's just, like, takes the time for people and he's enthusiastic and such, like, a nice person. And um, I'm going to mention your greatness, your kindness, your bass stance, your tone, and your sex appeal from now until forever because you deserve <laughs> to be happy and healthy and feel all the love. And he's one of the many people I follow around at every show. <laughs> and yes. just like I made Brandon's ninth on ninth book and music uh, booth, my, like I just went back. I like <laughs> he was like transacting and I just pulled up a chair and sat back there with him. Like <laughs> oh. Scott, whenever I see, whenever he's doing sound at a show, he lets me just go hang out in the sound booth with him. You know, he's always so gracious and kind. He even lets me pick music sometimes in between sets. So I know you're going through it right now sweetie and i just wanted you to know that you are very important and you're a very sweet guy and don't let motherfuckers get you down yeah i want to do a shout out to everybody who has been victimized by jeffrey r holland's anti-gay musket quote mm. just hang in there jeffrey did you find r. the quote no he's not the be-all end-all to your value and your worth and fuck that guy can you kind of give me some context on that? What did, so what did he, what exactly, he, like, what's the gist of the quote? The gist is, is that we need to defend our doctrine and not let the world in. And he was talking about the young man who uh, came out as gay, accepting his diploma as a valedictorian of BYU. Mm. Um, that happened a few years ago. Um, he was saying that we're getting really lax in what it means to be from BYU. And we need to defend our faith and our reputation and our beliefs by musket fire and so then people so he's, he's inciting violence is that pretty, that's what i just heard pretty much uh so people um went and chalked byu ch sidewalk with like positive lgbtq messages saying Good. Like, we see you, you matter you matter then another guy dumped all of his water bottle all over the chalk art and said mm. fucking i'm sorry fucking um f slurs go to hell and I just am like, uh, all of that hate. That's not, that's not, it's not real. Mm -mm. And it comes from somebody who has no actual authority to speak for God. He's an ass wipe. He's an old dude that doesn't he's mean a anything. Fucking he's fucking bigot, apparently. Rich. Yeah. He's just rich and he just has a large following. But in the grand scheme of things, you have so many more people outside of that culture that are here for you we are here for you absolutely and i i want to say this directly to the fucking church leave these goddamn kids alone yes leave them alone they have it hard enough they're already disowned from the church they're probably already getting it like it's coming out is still like an issue in, in this fucking place i mean you know like to your family and stuff people yeah. still get all chest clutching and shit Yes. Leave these goddamn kids alone. Just yes. shut up. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything. They're already killing themselves in droves. They're yeah, already getting kicked of out you. of their homes, yes. which leads to dangerous situations and drug abuse, substance abuse. Leave these kids the fuck alone. Leave them alone. Like, gay kids are cute. 
they're human beings. Yeah. Some of the best people I know are LGBTQ plus. So fuck you, Jeffrey Holland. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like shaking right now. I'm so mad. I know we didn't get to that, but I was just like, you know, I really do need to get a shout out in here of those, those kids. I I see you. I love you. I hear you. We're here for you. There are so many people out here for you. It's weird that you can't find the quote. I wonder if they scrubbed the internet already. (laughs) They could have. They have the resources. Well, yeah, ten percent. <sighs> um, so should we wrap this bad boy up? I think so, guys. Tune in tomorrow for our first guest speaker at our fireside. Her name is Brooke Burrows Hales. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> and she really, she really has made such an impact on me with her story. I hope you guys love it. Yeah, and like it, it's real. It's I couldn't have thought think of a better first guest. However, she is not Mormon anymore. The week after, we do have a Mormon on. Yeah, but we're not going to reveal. We're not going to reveal who it is yet. The Mormon yet. <laughs> um, I just want to, again, thank you, Jerem, for Crucial Fest. Thanks yeah. to Andy, Brandon, John, Eric, fucking Scott, all the fucking broship, you douchebags. I love you all. Uh, <laughs> and Jeremy fucking Condor, dude. You make me proud. You make me you make me feel proud. I'm proud that you're proud. So means a lot. And uh shout out to Dylan too. Glad we're glad yeah. we're back at it. You got a friend in me, sir. Me too. All right, well we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is this the place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.